beautiful people. This is Cindy Pressgraves with Real Estate Divorce Single Parent. Okay, so today I want to talk about self-worth. And, you know, there's a lot of things that has been going on in my life lately. And one of the things is, so if you would have met me probably like a year ago, I did not know my value. I didn't work. I didn't do my self-worth. I didn't, you know, there's so many little things that I think about looking a year back. And these are the things that we don't realize. And sometimes we just let people walk all over you and that's not good. So if you think that you're not, it all starts with our mindset. It all starts with our, how we feel about ourselves, how we think about us, you know, about how I think, how I see myself, right? You can say, you know, she's an amazing person. She does all these things. But then if I don't see myself as you see me, then how am I going to actually portray that? But I do believe in myself and it all starts with believing in you first completely. So, and I actually relate this with business, business too. So I'm going to tell you, I've been working with this uh, lady. Uh, she's a really nice old lady since July and her husband passed away a year ago and, you know, today I told her, look, I'm not working out. I'm not, I'm not going to work with you anymore. I can't. And what I'm going to say is going to be in shock for you, but it's a sell. It's a listing. It's, you know, you're actually going to make, you know, really good money. Look, I probably have spent, I've spent over probably over 20 hours with this lady. I've looked for her for attorneys. I've actually done, um, I was like, probably two hours with my tax, uh, with my tax guy. And I don't know how, how long he actually spent with her too, because he actually met with her. And the important thing is when you're in real estate, you're supposed to know like all the facts, always be upfront with your client and have the client be upfront with you completely too, because that way, you know, what type of situation you're getting yourself into. I mean, if it divorced, um, court, um, ordered many things can happen in this. Has, has it been through probate? Has it not been through probate? How you walk your, your client through the best process as possible. So, okay. Um, I went to the property, we got it appraised. Uh, probably I think that was like two or three hours prior to that. I actually had gone to the property previously and like I said, this is going to shock you when I tell you this. She wants me to market the property. She does not want me. She wants to sell the property, but she wants to go ahead and no pictures. She doesn't want anybody in the property. She doesn't. She just wants me to actually have someone buy the property blind. And I told her, look. I talked to a few, I talked to a few builders, investors and all that, but they want to lower, they, they want to offer less than what the, the property was appraised. Plus she's actually throwing two other lots on this. And I told her, look, you know, I talked to several ones. She wants, you know, she wants to close at the beginning of the year. She wants a fast closing. And today I had, I had discussed this with a few people because I just wanted to make sure like, am I going crazy with this or what's really going on? And it happens to be that, you know, I wanted to help the lady, definitely wanted to help the lady, including she wanted to reduce my commission. 
And I'm like, look, this is a lot of work for what I'm doing. And she does not value me at all. She doesn't value my time. She doesn't value my family time. She doesn't value any of that. And that for me is really, really important. But if you're working with an agent and you're not valuing any of those things, there's so much more that comes into real estate than just listing a property. Like I said, I already spent over probably 20 hours and this is not the time that I actually listened to her and talked to her on the phone. And so those are the little things that I, you know, I, I work with and, but at the same time, I want to get to know her and yes, I've gotten to know her better, but I told her today, you're not ready to sell this property. You're still grieving. And I had talked to a few friends of mine too. And, you know, I told her, look, if you want me to successfully sell your property, I'll be able to sell it successfully the way, my way, not your way. And she also wants me to be present at every, at every showing. I have no problem with that. But look, Christmas is around the corner. I told her, look, that's not an issue. I explained to her about like, just in case if you're not in real estate and you don't know how this process works, I don't have a lockbox with me. But anyways, so back in the 1800s, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So we don't have that. I don't use that code, that coded box, you know, that you can actually just enter the code manually. No, I don't use that because if you have an agent that actually is using that, that is not covered under our insurance. So that would be called a contractor lockbox, just in case if you didn't know. But I use the one that I can actually see the people that comes in, the, the people that are, how long they are in the property and so forth and notifies me. So that's really, really important for me. And I explained to her the process of, you know, you'll receive a notification. I'll receive a notification. We'll find out what time and we'll actually ask for approval funds. This property is not two or 300,000. It's, you know, it's higher up there. And she's like, when I told her, look, you know what? I don't have to be here. You know, we get everything done and all that before. I mean, because I want to take the, the property is a beautiful property. It is completely beautiful. It's a great school district. Um, and, you know, it has two street, like a street entrance, has two entrances from two different streets, which is pretty amazing. And it has like, I'll describe this house. It's like a Georgia traditional property. And, you know, it has brick and it's beautiful. So imagine, it's kind of like if you're seeing Gone with a Wind, it kind of looks like that, but in brick. And not like that elaborate because that was like a pretty awesome house, but all the bedrooms are super big. They're, they're beautiful. Yes, it is a little bit outdated, but believe me, I would say 30,000, 30 to $50,000 in that house and it'll be beautifully done. Um, it all depends on how elaborate you want to go. And this property has a pool in the back. And not only that, you know what the, 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 the most thing that I love about this property, it actually has, I think it's like a two bedroom, one bathroom kitchen, separate apartment, you know, separate building. And you can actually park an RV and, you know, well, you actually need to, but it has no HOA, which is the beauty of it. And on additional to that, it actually has two other lots to it, which actually equals 2.25 acres of property, which is amazing. And anyways, so going back to her. So I told her all this, she hangs up on me. I'm like, okay, bye. So 
with this, it actually taught me, you know, when you got to know your self-worth, when it's time to let go a client, it is okay because you don't want to be having nightmares and stressed and, you know, I can't do this. I can't do that. And it's not about you cannot, but when I'm actually being handcuffed that I can't do anything that I'm supposed to marketing wise in order to sell your property. How do you expect me to succeed with this? I don't want to look bad. I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want you to look bad neither. So that is so important, your self-worth. So I actually did this to another client a couple of months ago and I'll tell you the story. So this is a separate story, but it actually felt good, you know, and I feel bad for the lady because I've actually developed a relationship with her. But how do you expect me to sell a million dollar property with no pictures, no marketing? You don't want me to put it on the, on the system. And you don't want me to disclose the address. And I'm actually just being a silent here just because with all those little things, how do you expect me to sell a property? And, you know, I was, I was, I was getting stressed. I had presented to other builders. I presented to other investors, but you're not gonna, you're going to take a loss. And in my case, I feel like I'm just, I'm doing a disservice to her because I don't work that way. I, you know, I, I'm all about marketing. I'm all about, you know, great presentation because that's actually, that is building my reputation. And not only that, that is actually building my portfolio. So if I'm actually starting to do crappy work, what does that mean for other, my other future clients? You know, I don't work that way. So that's one of the reasons I'm saying actually self-worth is really important. It doesn't matter if you're in a relationship. It doesn't matter you're in business. Self-worth is really important. Your values, your ethics, everything comes along with that. And you actually have to stand clear with that. I mean, and, and that's what I, I basically am coming to. So, I mean, and it's, it's, yeah, it is. I mean, even in a relationship, if you have, so my friend Jesse and I, we talk a lot. And we hang out a lot, at least once a week, once or twice a week. I really like her. And <laughs> she's my friend. Of course, I like her. And so we had talked about, like, she had been in a relationship and, well, a marriage. But she was in a relationship that she was being controlled completely. When I'm telling you controlled, this is just not about just being controlled. This is about, like, I don't want you to work out because... Yeah, I, I think I think I, I think you're having an affair. Look, people, four thirty in the morning. Who the heck is thinking about that? Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, don't don't get me wrong on that. Yes, that might happen, but my thing is, it's about like we're all women. We have a trainer. Yeah, he is eye candy. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he's good look looking, but he's kicking our butt. Meaning that he's making us work hard. Um, you know, squats, all of that. And we're all sweaty and stinky. And yeah, you know what? Who wants that? But she was in a controlling relationship. And, you know, there's sometimes that things that we don't look at or we don't, we think that it's okay. And now I'm getting more deep into relationships just because there's a lot of things this past year that I've actually met people 
And some people are scared to talk about it. Some people think that they're not worth it. And like I said, you, yes, you, if you're listening to this, you are an amazing person and you deserve better. And that's what actually my friend Jesse has been actually telling me about. Like, yeah, you know what? I mean, my ex-husband, my ex-boyfriend, and she's like, you deserve the world. I mean, she does deserve, she deserves the world completely, but I never saw it that way. I never saw it that way because, you know, yes, we have the chasing, like I don't chase, I attract what, what belongs to me will come and find me. And that is very true. But when you're in different relationships and you're actually in a toxic relationship, you keep on chasing the person. You don't want to do that. I mean, it doesn't matter if you're a woman or man, but my whole thing is, do you really, are you really happy? And if you are, is that other person making you happy or do you know happiness on your own? So now we're talking about self-worth. If you think that that person, you have to be with that person because they make you happy, you're wrong. You need to find happiness on your own. You need to have, what are the things that make you happy? If there's something that it's like, for instance, I was showing a property the other night to this young couple and, you know, I told them, okay, looking at this, the house, this little bungalow, the wife loved it. The husband didn't. And I'm like, look, you know what? If you're looking at this property and you both you like it and you buy it and he doesn't like it, it's going to come down to an argument. And believe me, that will hunt you until you sell that house. So yes, we're going back to real estate. So those are little things that you have to pick up on. Okay. Another story is, and I'm go- I have a point here. I have this lady, she actually, um, she moved to commerce. And I remember I told her this, are you sure you're, you want to move down here? She's like, yes. Are you sure? Initially they were looking like for 10 to 10 acres, five to 10 acres. And I'm like, so who's going to cut the backyard? I mean, who's going to maintain it? Because it's a lot of work. Believe me, five to 10 acres. Um, me, no way. Maybe. I mean, if I have cows and horses and you know, those are little things to think about. And she's like, I, um, no, no, no. I, I want this property. Okay. So we actually came into con under contract and all that. We bought, they bought the property one acre, not even a year and a half later, they call me. We want to go back home. So yes. So, I mean, those are, those are, those are the little things that we actually talk about, but it's really important. What really makes you happy? And sometimes, yes, our, while we're growing up, you know, we go through um, abusive relationships or abusive parenthood and parenting. Like I grew up in a domestic violence home. I came out all right, right? I kind of look okay, right? But that did not define me as a person completely. Yes, I mean, I've been through, through, through two divorces, but it took me time to find out the real truth that toxic patterns are really hard. Uh, and, and you don't have to have the same patterns as your parents or your grandparents or anything. Like 
I know this is going to sound horrible what I'm going to say, and this is going to come to surprises, but I would see my dad hitting my mom, beating up my mom all the time. And yeah, you know what? I was not okay with that. I wanted to run away. I really wanted to run away with that. And when I came into like my dad, you know, I mean, I have a great, well, I guess I have a good relationship with my family. And that's one of the reasons I actually wanted to move to North Dakota. Um, but while I was growing up in the situation, I didn't want to be there. And that's one of the reasons I got married the first time because I felt trapped. And you say, wait, what are you talking about? Why are you saying all this stuff? I didn't know my self-worth while I was growing up. I was chubby. I was fat. Um, I had a low self-esteem. I was depressed, suicidal. Um, and that took me time to understand what was I worth. But it took me time to run away from my family and go through all these experiences to get me to who I am today. You know, it wasn't easy. It was not an easy process because I couldn't talk to anybody. I didn't, I felt like I, I was alone. I didn't have any friends or family. And, you know, anything that I felt was, was I felt a complete loser. And you're like, wait, why are you saying you're a complete loser? Because that's how I felt. And it was all mentally, you know, I'm very smart. And my whole thing is when I actually lost my job, I complete, I became completely depressed. I mean, I was laid off and that was all I knew. I didn't have any friends or family, but I did not know my self-worth. I got into, I had married a man that he had been married. I was his fourth divorce. I mean, I was his fourth marriage. Now his fourth divorce. Um, previously he had cheated on his ex-wife with 13 different women. Okay, you're going to be like, okay, this is getting juicy and spicy here. But I was naive. I thought I could change him. I thought that was fine. And then a couple of years later, I find out that he was in all these websites, dating websites. Oh, let's not even start there. And yes, I'm talking about this. And these are things that people will be like, wait, what? Yeah. But I was, I was determined to stay in that relationship because I thought I can make it work. It wasn't because until he actually moved to South Korea that, yes, it broke me. But I'm okay with that because it actually made me the person who I am today. That made me realize all these little experiences. I can go more into detail if you guys want to. Just comment below if you guys want spicy details. But, you know, I thought I couldn't do it on my own. Two little kids. I have a master's degree. I couldn't get a job. You know how frustrating that is? I mean, apply, apply, apply. I even, I remember I applied to PepsiCo. And it was, I made it to the eighth interview. I was in the top three candidates. And I wasn't hired. I was not hired. And yes, I was overweight. I had had my son back then, but I was determined to work really hard because I wanted to make it work. I was like, okay, I want you to retire. I want you, I would give him the world, but I did not know my self-worth. I didn't know that. And 
all of this, you know, I come to think about it. I'm happy about all this. Okay. You'd be like, wait, 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 wait. why are you happy about it? Because those past, ex- those past experiences have led me become the person I am today. And not only that, I can empower and help other people. Because if you're listening to this, then there might be something going on in your life, right? And you might be like, oh, not everybody else is going through the same situation. No, it is. Not everything on social media is pretty. I mean, yeah, everything on social media is pretty, right? But those are just pictures. People sometimes don't tell the truth. People say, but they had an amazing marriage. It's like, um, and I'll, I'll do another episode of divorces again, but know your self-worth. Surround yourself around people that believe in you. But first, in order to change that mindset, you got to believe on yourself. If you think that, that you're worth over a billion dollars, right? Then everybody else is going to believe that you're worth a million dollars. But if you don't believe that, if you think that you're a failure, then you're going to feel like a failure. Keep in mind, our mind is very, very important. The way we think is what we're going to attract. The way that the things that we attract is the things that we, that we're thinking. So if I, I say, you know what? I am going to be the most amazing person in this world and I'm going to touch other people's lives and I'm going to empower them and I'm going to motivate them to become a better person. I'm going to do that because that's what I want. But it all starts with mindset, mindset, perspective, and believing in you. So I just want to tell you, know your self-worth and it doesn't matter if it's, it's okay to let things go. So if you don't let things go and you know what, don't see it as a loss because people, some people say, you know what? I'm so sorry. Why are you sorry? No, it is a great experience. And you know what? When one door closes and others will open and it'll be much better, but it all starts with knowing and saying no. You have, you think it's not even worth your time. Say no to it. It's okay another door will open and it'll be much more amazing. And you know what? We just live by experience, but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode today. And this is Cindy Pressgraves with Real Estate Divorce Single Parent. And you know what? I actually published my book finally. So if you guys don't know, go ahead and go to Amazon, order my book called Becoming Successful in Real Estate, How I Sold My First 15 Million as a Single Parent. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Let me know if you guys have have any comments, share this, and I'll see you guys next time.